Let me just eliminate all of the white noise for They're you. They're counting on you not understanding what this is all about. They want to create conflict. They want to create this chaos. They want you to be stupid. This is the Conservative Daily Podcast with Joe Waldman. Yeah, I'm a threat because I'm telling you what the Constitution says. And Max McGuire. The flak is the heaviest when the bomber is right above the target about to open the bomb bay doors. And now the Conservative Daily Podcast is on the air. Welcome back to another edition of the Conservative Daily Podcast. My name is Max McGuire. Welcome. Happy Thursday, the last day of September, the end of the federal government's fiscal year. New fiscal year starts tomorrow, and unless they can vote on something, there'll be a government shutdown. Sounds like they're going to try and do a continuing resolution, which, uh, not to dive too deep in the weeds, continuing resolution basically just means we can't get our crap together. So we're going to keep the government funded at its current levels until we can figure out how to get our crap together. Uh, So they're probably going to do a continuing resolution. But then there's also the debt ceiling. That is another thing that they have to figure out. Uh, Remember the old fiscal cliff? That's what the media used to call it when Republicans were in charge. Not called the fiscal cliff anymore. Now just called the debt ceiling. Basically, think of this as your personal credit card. You have a limit on your personal credit card unless you're a high roller and you have no limit. Most of us have some kind of limit on our personal credit cards. If you want to raise that limit, you ask your credit card company for permission. Usually they'll raise it a little bit, but if you keep trying to raise it too much, they'll figure out that you're trying to live outside your means and they're going to deny you because it would be insane for someone who works minimum wage to all of a sudden have a $100,000 credit card limit. Well, that's basically what Congress needs to do. Congress has reached its credit card limit, except instead of calling a credit card company to ask for permission to raise it, Congress gets to decide whether they raise it. And Congress gets to decide how they spend it. Interesting how that works, right? The difference, though, is that you are the credit card company. You get to decide whether or not it's they should do it. And you can put pressure on Congress. We're going to be running fax blasts throughout the week, putting pressure on Congress to stop passing these kinds of bills. So I encourage you to join those campaigns and also to reach out to your congressmen and your senators directly. Because, as I said, they don't. there's no credit card company to refuse them. If if a majority of Congress wants to raise their own debt limit, they can do it. You are the credit card company in this in this uh, situation, and you have the power to stop them, but only if you get loud and you get loud right now. So we're going to talk about <clears throat> what's going on. Joe is supposed to be on. I'm not exactly sure where he is. Hopefully he can get here soon. Um, we're going to be talking about this, <laughs> the vaccine mandates vaccine mandates and the firings and just to kind of piggyback off of what i was just talking about with the the budget and the and the continuing resolution and the debt ceiling tucked away in the 3.5 trillion dollar bill that nancy pelosi is pushing is a provision that would give joe biden's vaccine mandate some serious teeth it would fine businesses 700 grand for refusing to have their whole workforce vaccinated. Basically, if you're an employee at a business that has over 100 employees and you refuse to get vaccinated, the business would be on the hook for up to 700 grand if they don't force you to get vaccinated or fire you as a result of you not getting vaccinated. So they're trying to give it teeth. So lots of really crazy poison pill amendments are stuck and hidden inside of these bills. So we're gonna be covering them over the next week or two try and and create awareness because they're counting on you not reading the bill. It's 2,000 pages long, the $3.5 trillion bill. 
It's over 2,000 pages long, and it works out to be about a $1.5 billion per page. That's how much that bill costs. Every page, $1.5 billion, give or take. I forget the exact precise number. Republicans were putting it out yesterday. About a billion and a half dollars per page. Just think about that. And yes, as I said, one of those provisions in that bill would fine businesses up to 700 grand if they do not fire their unvaccinated employees. We knew it was coming. We knew this was coming. We knew that they were going to try and add teeth. We didn't know this was how they're going to do it. And you have to pray and hope and fight like hell to make sure that the Republicans don't cave to this. Because the Republicans, they are the party of caving when it comes to government shutdowns, when it comes to debt ceilings. They always cave. The way it works is eventually the media blames them, and everyone says, oh, yeah, it was Republicans' fault. And then they say, oh, it can't be our fault. We can't be blamed for a government shutdown. The other thing that usually happens is the military starts stops getting their paychecks. Soldiers and soldiers' wives stop getting the paychecks. That puts pressure on Republicans, and then usually cave. And Democrats take advantage of this. They know that Republicans are going to cave, so they slip all of these radical amendments into the bills, counting on the fact that Republicans would rather pass the leftist agenda than risk being blamed for a shutdown. So we know all these all these firings are coming. We've seen firings in Indiana. We've seen firings in, obviously, in Houston, Texas. That was what started all off with those nurses that were fired for not getting vaccinated. We've seen firings in New York. The new governor, and I'm probably going to butcher her name because I don't live in that area, so I don't see her on the news anymore. Kathy Huckle, if I mispronounced it, let me know. Frankly, I don't really care for the lady, so it's not exactly on the top of my to-do list. But she has been out proclaiming that everyone has to get vaccinated and that they're going to be firing people who refuse. Let's go ahead and play this little clip from her. Play cut one. Uh, Today is a significant deadline. It reflects my priority to just stop this virus dead in its tracks. We are over it. We are done. We want to move on. And the only way we can do that is to ensure that everyone is vaccinated, but particularly individuals who are taking care of the people who are sick. My job number one in this state is to keep people safe. Clear, simple. There's no way to cloud that. There's no gray area. I need to keep people in this state safe. And we'll be nation leading with our mandate which strikes at midnight tonight when everyone is expected in a hospital in the state of new york or a health care facility to have been vaccinated i will be signing an executive order to give me the emergency powers necessary to address the shortages where they occur that's going to allow me to deploy the national guard who are medically trained deploy people uh, who've been retired who may have had a license lapse bring in people from elsewhere that is not my first position though my friends my 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 desire is to have the people who've been out there continue to work in their jobs work in them safely and to all the other health care workers who are vaccinated they also deserve to know that the people they're working with will not get them sick i again i I can't stand it saying oh the vaccinated deserve to know that the people they're working with can't get them sick oh what I mean, we know that if you're vaccinated, you can get sick. We know that. There, there are breakthrough infections. There are breakthrough infections with every vaccine. There was one breakthrough, um, almost like mini pandemic in Ohio a few years ago with the measles vaccine. Uh, no, it's mumps. Mumps. The mumps vaccine. 
because mumps is only like 80-ish percent effective, 80, 90-ish percent effective. So as soon as a couple people got onto campus, one of the Ohio universities, it might have been Ohio State, one, once a couple people with mumps got onto campus, 10 to 20 out of every 100 students started getting mumps. So we know that happens. but And we also know that people who are vaccinated who get COVID-19 can still spread it. So I'm I'm not quite sure what the end game here is. Well, we know we know what the end game here is. Well, let's pretend for a second we don't. It just doesn't make sense logically. Oh, we need to fire the unvaccinated to protect the vaccinated because if we don't fire the unvaccinated, they'll get the vaccinated sick. I thought the whole purpose of herd immunity of vaccines was so that the people with the antibodies could protect the people who don't have the antibodies. I mean, uh <laughs> I thought that that's the whole point. People who can't get the vaccine, who are immunocompromised, who have who have different health conditions, who are maybe going through chemo and can't get a vaccine. I thought that the whole point is everyone else either gets the virus and has the antibodies or gets vaccinated, has the antibodies so that they don't infect the people who can't get the vaccine. Instead, the whole narrative has been flipped upside down. The whole narrative has been flipped upside down. And instead of protecting the unvaccinated, Herd immunity is now being defined as protecting the vaccinated. It makes no sense whatsoever. It makes no sense whatsoever. Interestingly enough, today on Twitter, there was a trending hashtag that is now gone. Hashtag Pfizermectin was trending this morning. And you can always tell, you can always tell when the big tech overlords wake up. Right? You can always tell when when the, the actual American employees are asleep and they outsource it to the foreign employees to kind of monitor things because it's overnight. That's when all the conservative hashtags get to trend. And then the next morning, bam, right as you hit 8 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, right as you hit 9 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, all the conservative hashtags go away. All the conservative hashtags disappear. So people are still tweeting them. They just get replaced by much less popular hashtags. But Pfizer-Mectin was trending this morning. And the reason being that Pfizer is, is preparing to roll out their new COVID-19 drug. And they say that it, it's going to do a great job of helping prevent people from getting, from contracting COVID-19. And of course, it's, it's patented, right? It's going to be their intellectual property. They're going to make billions if it actually is successful. But the reason that people are calling it Pfizer-Mectin is that the Pfizer drug shares a very key component uh, as ivermectin. It is a potent protease inhibitor. So ivermectin, this wonder drug. I mean, before this year, it was called a wonder drug. The guy who invented it won a Nobel Prize, for God's sake. Right? It's, an, it's antifungal. It has antiviral properties. Right? It's anti-worming. It's a dewormer. It, it is... A, a wonder miracle drug. Only when people start saying, well, I wonder if this miracle drug that knocks out other coronaviruses and knocks out other illnesses, I wonder if we give it to people with COVID, will it have the similar result? And before a single study was even performed, everyone just said, no, no. It is, it is quite stunning that every time someone brings up a generic drug that is out of patent and says, hey, maybe this can help, all of the big pharmaceutical companies say no. All of the big research labs say no. So if you put up my screen, Mr. Producer, 
<laughs> this is why they're calling it Pfizer Mectin. And I'll read this little bit of the article right now. Another piece of the U.S. anti-ivermectin puzzle may have emerged. On Monday, Pfizer announced it is launching an accelerated phase two slash three trial for a COVID prophylactic pill designed to ward off COVID in those who may have come in contact with the disease. Coincidentally or not, Pfizer's drug shares at least one mechanism of action as ivermectin, an antiparasitic used in humans for decades, which functions as a protease inhibitor against COVID-19, which research speculate could be the biophysical basis behind its antiviral efficiency. Lo and behold, Pfizer's new drug, which some have jokingly dubbed Pfizer-mectin, is described by the pharmaceutical giant as a potent protease inhibitor. So if that is the part of ivermectin, that has that has created the beneficial studies because we have seen some studies that say hey this stuff works if that's the part and pfizer's going to turn around and just patent their own version i mean that's what they do you can go take down my screen that's what they do like uh with epipens epipens cost an arm and a leg and it's ridiculous it's ridiculous if you are allergic to bees or wasps or anything where you could have an anaphylactic shock and your throat could close you need to have an epipen on you and even with insurance it's going to cost you hundreds of dollars but you realize that what's in ep the epipen epinephrine is not patented epinephrine is not what's it's out of patent what's patented is the special delivery mechanism the actual pen so if you have an allergy and you need epinephrine you can actually and don't take my word for it obviously consult with your doctor but i know plenty of people who actually instead of paying hundreds of dollars for epipens they go to a vet and they say that they have a lamb and apparently part of the process of raising lambs you need epinephrine so they will give you the same exact kind of epinephrine for pennies on the dollar from, from a, a veterinarian again not telling you to go off label obviously consult your own doctor but that's what people have been forced to do because big tech insists on patenting whatever they can to make as much money as they can, even if it means people die because they can't afford it. We have Joe finally in studio. Joe, let's bring him on. Joe, welcome to the show. Hey, sorry about that. I was having a conversation with another really awesome guy out of Phoenix, Arizona that works on uh, education. Pretty, pretty awesome, awesome person that I haven't talked to before, so I wanted to take the time to spend some time talking to him. Well, we're talking about Pfizer Mectin. Have you heard about Pfizer Mectin? Uh, yeah, you know, Ivermectin that's wrapped in a Pfizer shell. Yeah. Yeah, they're basically taking the best parts of Ivermectin and reformulating <clears throat> it so that so, they can patent it. So it, we're starting to get to the bottom, by the way. I mean, I know it's not on subject, but we'll probably talk about it tonight a little bit of why the election fraud has been allowed to continue. Okay. You want to know what it is? Yeah, we, we're, we're, we're going to talk about it tonight. What, what's up? Um, there are 18 people in the middle of this whole thing, 18 people that we've built this chart that are in the middle of the election fraud that are trying to help 18 that previously worked for the CIA or FBI 18. So do you want to know why, what happened in, in, uh, in Venezuela? Same thing. Well, I, I don't. I don't want to go too far off topic because we yeah, do have. But I don't want to do it either. Colonel, I mean, it, this is one of the con this is one of the conversations I had earlier this morning, and it, it irritates the crap out of me that we're being destroyed by people who are trying to destroy our country while they're trying to say that they're helping our country. And it, no, it's not every one of them, but there's a there's a bunch of people in this fight that. It, and the same thing for this. You can't even trust truth because you have the mainstream media, which is it shouldn't even be called mainstream anymore. It shouldn't be called mainstream. 
It's not mainstream. It's bullshit media. That's what it is. Bullshit media. Bolsheviks. Yeah. We're going to have Colonel Waldron on tonight, and we'll be talking about election fraud tonight, so I don't want to dive too far into that. Make sure you guys tune in. Our 7 p.m. Eastern show, if you want to listen to uh, Colonel Waldron and us discuss the the audits and, and the different things. But Pfizer Mecton, it, it's it's a, it's like a, a joking name, but it, it's it's it incredible. It's incredible yeah. because the same, and this is where you see, this is where you see the difference. Um, this is where you see the the conflict of interest between the fact checkers. The pharmaceutical companies that fund the fact checkers and now their research and development arms, right? Every single fact check organization has said that ivermectin doesn't work. They've all received money in some way from either funds or even in some cases the charitable organizations attached to these pharmaceutical companies, as in the case of some fact check companies getting it from the Johnson Johnson Foundation. It's just it's it's just so obvious that this is that this is an attempt to to just pad their pockets. What do you think about it, Joe? I, I think that we've we uh, we are seeing everything that really is happening in our society happen right in front of us. They're they're not hiding it, Max. It, it's not even like they hide it anymore. It, it's it's hey, we're going to defraud you, we're going to be corrupt, and you're just not going to be able to do anything about it. And and I think we can do a lot about it. We haven't learned the power of the word no. I use that as an example. Last night, I, somebody walked up to me, super good guy. I I spoke at Scott McKay's. Um, um, uh, uh, event in downtown Denver last night uh, with a couple of other really amazing people. By the way, hearing Scott's story, Scott McKay's story, is pretty, it, it's pretty crazy. Uh, you know, how he got in a motorcycle accident in 2014, how his whole life changed, and how over a four-year period of time he had to rebuild himself and rebuild his life. You know, he was married at the time, and, and uh, I'm not going to get into his details here, but um, it, it was... I talked to this guy at the event last night and he goes, yeah, I don't want my, I don't want my kids wearing masks in school. They're not getting a vaccine. And I go, well, does the school make you have a, to wear a mask? And he goes, yeah. I said, do your kids wear masks? He goes, no. And I go, okay, I'm confused. So how are your kids not wearing masks? He goes, well, I walked into the principal's office and I said, my kid's not wearing a mask. Right. And I'm not going to get a, a religious exemption and I'm not getting a medical exemption. My kid's not wearing a mask. And the principal was like, well, you know, we have, I don't care. You're not putting a mask on my kid. You don't try to put a mask on my kid. And so um, he takes his kids to school and guess what? His kids aren't wearing masks. Why? Yeah. Because that is the power of the word no. No. Put a mask on your kid. No. Get a vaccine. No. Well, the data doesn't even support it. If we put up my screen, Mr. Producer. No, it doesn't. But, but we keep running when, back to the data you, and then going no, back to them no, no. and trying to negotiate with them. What are we negotiating with? We're negotiating with terrorists. Okay, we, we don't. No, I'm, I'm, I'm just, and Max, this is yeah. me telling you that we're having a conversation yeah. with people that don't care about the conversation. They don't care. What do they care about? They don't care. They don't care. You're, you're negotiating with terrorists. You're negotiating with people who are total pieces of trash. You're negotiating with people who have, have no moral standard at all. That's what you're trying to negotiate with. I think, I'm not I think negotiating it, with anyone. I'm not negotiating with anyone. You will be in the soon when your kids go to school. Yeah, well, depends on what Unless school Unless you decide to, to say um, no. Well, if we put up my screen right now, this is the death numbers for children through April 10th, 2021. And you see that 
COVID-19 is at the bottom when it comes to the most likely cause of death among children in the United States. Drowning, 2.8 children uh, between ages of one and four drowned per 100,000. You don't see preschools forcing them to wear life vests, right? <laughs> Vehicle accident, you don't, you don't see them forced to wear helmets. Homicides, you don't see them forcing them to wear body armor or bulletproof vests. No, the only thing that they're forcing them to wear are masks. And listen, obviously, my heart goes out. My heart breaks for any family who has had a child die from COVID. It is extremely rare, but that's nonetheless heartbreaking, right? It, it's, it's terrible to lose a child to anything. But the idea that the masks are going to keep all the children safe, it's just not substantiated. It isn't. It, it just there's there's little data to, to suggest that when you take a preschool and you force the kids to wear a mask, that they're protecting one another because they're not going to wear the mask. They're not going to keep them on. I mean, kids just won't do it. <laughs> it it's hard enough with my no, son won't. when we're on a plane. I mean, we've seen all the stories of people bringing their kids on a plane. And getting kicked off because the two-year-old, the three-year-old won't wear the mask. Well, yeah, no, it's a two- or three-year-old. So <laughs> we, we, it, it, it's just it's, it's insanity. And the fact that we've let it get this far, we've let these these idiots drive this this tyranny this far. It, honestly, it, it's shame on us in a lot of ways because we let it get this far. The, the old saying, absolute power corrupts absolutely. We're seeing that play out right in front of our eyes. Well, we knew that this was going to become an issue. We knew we were going to go into exactly what we're going into right now. We knew. We, we knew when we allowed the cancer to grow in our, in our society, we allowed that cancer to just metastasize and become this huge deal because we let evil people do evil things and we let those things go. We can go, we can go all the way back to Hillary Clinton and her server, right? She should be in prison right now. Mm-hmm. Hillary Clinton should be in prison. So when they discovered the billion should, uh, dollars, Puma. when they discovered the billion dollars, that was taken into the Clinton Foundation that was supposed to go to the Haiti refugees. And that, information, that, that money never went to the, ha- the Haitians. And it was misappropriated and used by these globalists to attack people in our community. That should have been an indication that they should have gone to prison. There should have been some accountability. When Hunter Biden's laptop came out and showed that he's a, pedophile, a pedophile and a, a, uh, a drug addict, and by the way, he bought a gun illegally, he should be in prison. He should go to prison for that. I mean, I can go down the line. You want, to, you want to start with Weinstein? Weinstein, over 30 years, raped, what, countless women? How many women didn't come forward that he raped? And yet it took 30 years and him not doing what the Democrat machine wanted him to do before they came out and said, here you go. You're going to go to prison for the rest of your life because we're going to use the machine to come after you. I can go down the line. Epstein. Well, we, want, we want to stay on topic. Wiener. We, we could spend an entire Huma. year Huma. talking oh, yeah. about the crazy people. But that's my point. My point, my, my point is, is that we put ourselves in this position that we consistently, consistently get very ADD, short-term disorder, right? I'm going to call it what it is, short-term, that we come out and we're like, hey, look, here, here, here's, here's the problem. And then we just walk away from it. Oh, we, we stood on our soapbox. We told people about it. No, you go to the courthouse and you rip the freaking doors off. You rip the doors off. And you're like, arrest him. Tay Anderson, Denver school board member, sexually assaulted up to 63 children. Now, Max, if your child was sexually assaulted by Tay Anderson, what would you do? 
Uh, first of all, wouldn't kid wouldn't be in that school district. Number one. Well, well, well number I didn't two, say that. Number two, there probably there would be lawsuits. And number three, I, I can't say what number three would be on air because I, I don't want to I don't want to prejudice any jury should something like that ever happen. Okay, well I'm going to tell you what I would do because my kids are older. It's only mess with my kids even now. There would be no jury. They would I would drag them behind my car until body parts fell off. I would do that. And people would say you go to violence. You're damn right. These people are pedophiles and rapists and closet racists. That's what they are. And yet we, we allow these people. So the police said, by the way, in Tay Anderson's case, that they were going to hand it over to the DA and they recommended charges. You know what the DA said? No, thank you. He said nah, no charges. Not going to charge him because I'm a, I'm a communist Marxist and I'm a part of his our revolution. I can't, I can't do that. I got to let this pedophile go. That's the society we're working into. That's the society well, we're walking into. I'll tell you this new, I mean, we, we talk about getting rid of the bad people. We got rid of, well, not we, but people in New York got rid of Cuomo. Yeah. And we got, we got his worse. He, kill, he killed grandma. He killed grandmothers, right? He killed grandparents. He killed fathers, mothers, <clears throat> uh, sisters, brothers. He killed people by forcing COVID-19 into nursing homes and then covered it up. We got rid of him. Instead, now we have this, this is even worse. This Kathy Huckle, and I don't even, I might be mispronouncing the name. If anyone is in New York, let me know if I'm mispronouncing. I don't I don't hear. I don't care. Kathy She's Trash. even worse. Yesterday, she said, or two days ago, she said that there will be no religious exemptions allowed in New York because she has basically strong armed all of the major religious faiths, and none of them have come forward and said that they would approve a religious exemption. They, they in she can't the do that. There, there's there's 350 different sects of Christianity. So she said, she said there will be no religious exemptions. And then she goes on air and does this. She declares that the vaccine was from God and that she needs everyone in that audience to be her apostles. Are you let's serious? Go ahead and play cut two. Yeah, let's play cut two. I prayed a lot to God during this time. And you know what? God did answer our prayers. He made the smartest men and women, the scientists, the doctors, the researchers. He made them come up with a vaccine. That is from God to us. And we must say thank you, God. Thank you. And I wear my vaccinated necklace all the time to say I'm vaccinated. All of you. Yes, I know you're vaccinated. You're the smart ones. But you know there's people out there who aren't listening to God and what God wants. You know this. You know who they are. I need you to be my apostles. I need you to go out and talk about it and say, we owe this to each other. We love each other. Jesus taught us to love one another. And how do you show that love, but to care about each other enough to say, please get vaccinated because I love you. I want you to live. I want our kids to be safe when they're in schools. I want you to be safe when you go to a doctor's office or to a hospital and are treated by somebody. You don't want to get the virus from them. You're already sick or you wouldn't be there. We have to solve this, my friends. I need every one of you. I need you to let them know that this is how we can get, fight, fight this pandemic, come back to normal, and then start talking about the real issues that we have to. Fighting systemic racial injustice, which exists today, and if there's a denier, I will take you on any day because I've seen it, I know it exists, and we are not gonna have a blind eye to this ever again any longer under... So let's count the uh, let's count the different references to revelations that we can name. False prophet. 
Uh, false, uh, false prophet. Fork right? her. She, she, fork she her. Bragged about, she fork bragged her. about her vaccination necklace. That's, according to some of the the mark of the beast, right? You could go down the line, and there's yeah. a lot in that speech. Jesus says right love one another. I don't love terrorists. I don't. I'll pray to God every day. I will say, please forgive me, Father, for, but I can't. I can't. I can't. Because these people want to kill people. They are exactly what they say they are fighting against. They are everything that they say they're fighting against. And now racial injustice is the number one problem facing our society. Division, 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 division. We need to take these people out and tar and feather every single one of them. That's what we need to do. By the way, that's not well, killing them. You, that's not advocating for violence. That's no, tar and feathering people. People get tar people. and feather, they die. You can live. You can live when you get tar and feather. Uh, no, you do. Hey, look, I'm going to tell you something. There, there have been people that are prophets. <laughs> not a lot of them. <laughs> it's, it's, not a, it's not a good... It's not a good success rate for being Jesus tar saves those survivors. that he wants to save. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. We, need, we need all of our prophets. Um, I'll tell you, yeah, gonna that's one at. of the Who's going to yell problems. at me first? All right, come on, Zach. You're going to yell at me first. Somebody's going to yell at that's me first. One, come on. That's one of the on. biggest problems facing our nation. But I'll tell you, one of the biggest problems facing me right now is that my wife stole my MyPillow last night, so I need to buy more. She stole it in the middle of the night, and now I have a crick in my neck because I slept without a pillow. So... Which leads to a perfect segue. Let's play this the video. podcast is sponsored by My Pillow. Um, you use proto- promo code CD twenty one, and you're gonna get up to sixty six percent off. Let's go ahead and play the video. Hello, I'm Mike Lindell, inventor of My Pillow. Thanks to your support, you've helped make My Pillow become one of the fastest growing companies in America. Over the last twelve years, you've helped My Pillow create thousands of jobs right here in the USA. When I got My Pillow. I'm asleep almost immediately. I stay asleep at night and I wake up more well rested in the morning. That's why I invented my pillow. My patented fill adjusts to your exact individual needs and helps keep your neck supported and aligned. I'm interrupting this commercial right now. Retailers have canceled my pillow. And to thank you for your support, I'm gonna pass the savings directly on to you. Go to mypillow.com right now to get deep discounts on all my pillow products. For example, you can get my premium my pillows regularly $69.98, now just $29.98, the lowest price ever. For the best night's sleep in the whole wide world, visit my pillow. Promo code CD21 to get up to 66% off at MyPillow.com. Link is in the description if you want to get a head start on your Christmas. And CD21 if you want to get a head start on your Christmas shopping. Do so using the link in our description. Um, I was surprised. You, so you didn't see that video of her of her staying up there declaring that everyone should be the disciples. I wasn't I wasn't even trying to like catch you off guard. I assumed you would have seen that one. I, I have I, not I, seen it. I was making the rounds on Telegram. I was not seeing it. Well, I mean, I haven't had a chance to get on Telegram this morning. So that's evil. <sighs> that's about as evil as it gets. Um, she's in there saying, you're the smart ones. Again, I, I don't know when we got here, but herd immunity has always been about protecting the people who didn't or couldn't get the vaccine. Never been about protecting the people who did get the vaccine. She, she's calling everyone who didn't get the vaccine stupid. And I'll, I'll say it again. I, I can't believe I agree with the guy, but Russell Brand has been putting out some really great podcasts on these topics, breaking down the actual statistics of why people aren't getting vaccinated. And the reasons aren't that 
obviously a big chunk of it is that they don't trust pharmaceutical companies, don't trust big government. But other reasons are that they can't get off time from work, that they're worried that if they get vaccinated, that they'll lose they'll lose work days because they'll be dealing with symptoms, um, that they, they don't believe it's been researched enough, um, that they have some kind of immunodeficiency, all legitimate, reasonable excuses for not getting vaccinated and to see these politicians reduce that whole entire umbrella of reasons down to just, oh, they're stupid, they're evil, they're grandma killers. It really is disgusting, especially considering among the reasons that people are choosing not to get vaccinated, one of them is that African-Americans just do not trust the government when they come and knock on their door and say, hey, you need to get this. Because unfortunately, we have had a history in this country of the government experimenting on African-Americans. They are very distrustful of government mandated vaccines or, or medications. So to see the left just try and try and reduce all of these legitimate, reasonable excuses or opinions down to just a very simple reductionist. Oh, they're evil. Oh, they're stupid. Oh, they want to kill grandmother. It's that is the that's that, that's what's evil. Max, it's 50 percent of the population is not getting the vaccine. 50 percent. Uh, I don't know. Du- I don't think 50 percent of the of the population is not getting the vaccine. They're saying it's 40% and it might get down to 30% by the end of the year, but it's 50%. There's a vast majority of people in this country that are not getting the vaccine. They're not. And they shouldn't have to. It's not a vaccine. Let's start there. I saw, the numbers I saw was about 65%. But that was a week. Uh, no, 50, it was fifty-five percent a week ago, and they they believe it's closer to sixty percent today. At least sixty-four percent of the population have have received at least one vaccine dose. Um. So I don't, I don't think it's quite fifty-fifty, but there's still a significant enough part portion of the population that doesn't want it to reduce them down to being evil. I mean, this is what me and producer Josh have talked about a ton on the podcast. The idea of factions, whenever you want to rule over a people, you don't want the people to be mad at you, right? You want the people to fight amongst themselves. So one of the one of the tools that dictatorships and and tyrants use to to solidify their power is you direct the anger and the angst and the frustrations and the worries away from you. So the targets aren't on you and you have people aim their guns at at their neighbor, which is what we've seen Joe Biden do. On camera, nationwide speech say he's angry at the unvaccinated. That this isn't—he's not going to allow this to stand any longer. It it sounds exactly like you would. It sounds exactly like what you would see, exactly like what you would see if you were in Nazi Germany in the 1930s. Oh yeah, no. If if you want to know how, if you want to know how you would react in 1930 or 1940, you'll know now. You know now. You know now. Are you the enemy? very similar arguments. I mean, after World War One, you get into this interwar period where they have mass unemployment, like crazy, like skyrocketing hyperinflation. The money was so worthless. The kids were just playing with bricks of cash on the side of the road as, as blocks. They were wallpapering their house with with Deutschmarks. They were using it to light fires in their stoves. That's how worthless the, the, the money actually was. Hitler rose to prominence by blaming, in large part, blaming all of the country's problems on 
Jewish residents. So instead of instead of pointing the finger at the allies or at the German government, right, the Weimar, Weimar Republic, he's saying, oh, no, that's not the problem. It's not government. It's the Jews. They're the ones responsible for all your problems. Yep. And then right? they and we turn see them how, turn against we see how it progresses. Yeah, we see how it progresses. And it ultimately ends with, oh, well, the only way for Germany to actually succeed is for this final solution. We need a final solution to the Jewish problem. Their words, not mine. Final solution to the Jewish problem to make sure that, hit, that Germany never goes through another period like this ever again. And the people bought into it. The people bought into it. And you see what's happening in Australia right now. That, that terrifying. That's terrifying. I mean, <laughs> there are more people going to the hospital with r- rubber bullet wounds than they're going with COVID. Yeah, because they're trying it's to break fact. the spirit of the people. But here's what here's what's happening in the U.S. And I spoke on this last night. Men, I'm going to call you out. The women that are watching this podcast, I want you to to just hang tight for a minute. Men, if you're there, I want you in the comments to say I'm here because I'm going to ask you to do something real quick. Are you there? I'll wait a minute. They'll go. It's like it's like a 30 second delay. So keep talking. They'll, They'll do it. All right. Men, stand up. Stand up. Get up right now. And I want you to stand up. Now, I'm going to tell you the same thing that I told those men last night. I want you to, when you go out in public, I want you to look around. I want you to find men that are like you. If this is you. See, your women and children, your society, your God-given... The obligation that God gave you is to be the head of your household. And you have equated the head of the household to providing financially, putting food on the table. Well, that's one component. The other component is to protect and serve your family, to protect and serve your community, to protect and serve your country. That's the other obligation you have. So now I'm going to tell you as you're standing, and you should all be standing, is that it's your obligation to fight. The women, and ch- the women have been out there fighting for a long time. You've been at work doing the things you need to do, providing for your family, trying to keep your head below, you know, below deck. Let's not get it shot off. Let's, I, I have the opinion. I believe in what you're saying, Joe, but I don't want to get shot. I don't mind. I don't mind. I think we have an obligation to stand up. We have an obligation to get above deck. And we have an obligation to step in the gap and fight. The women should not be out there running around trying to get things done to protect your children. You should. So go to the shed. Pick up whatever you want. Pipe, a bat. Metaphorically. Right now, metaphorically. And get in the fight. You know what happens at a school board meeting when 500 men show up? Women, I am, not, I am not telling you that you're not doing an amazing job. The reason why our country is not falling into this state of complete disrepair, the reason why that we're not in a communist Marxist society is because of you. You've been holding it together, mending it, covering up wounds, doing everything you can to protect our country. But men... Your job, your God-given job in this, in this world is to protect the women and children. It's to stand together against evil 
and with good men. See, that whole saying that evil cannot prevail when good men do something. Turn it around. That's you. That's us. And all we have to do is stand up. If 500 men show up to a school board meeting, do you know how long critical race theory would show up and be in our school system? I'll tell you it wouldn't. You know how long gender fluidity would be a problem in our schools of them grooming and recruiting our kids? If 500 men showed up, it wouldn't. Because you'd walk in the classroom with 50, 100 other men and you'd tear down the pride flags. You'd tear down the, oh, equity and equality in, in every sexual preference in third grade. All that crap would be gone. You would grab the nose ring inside of the teacher's face and you would rip it out and said these symbols of satanism these symbols of evil no longer exist go get a new job i will sit in here and teach kids math science english that's the obligation of the school not to be the moral compass but men you're not standing some of you are some of you get out there and and other men watch it as if it's a train crash in slow motion Ooh, ah, oh or you say this, I'm with you, brother. I'm with you. And we'd all go to jail too. Maybe. I'll go to jail with you. Will you go to jail with me? What are you afraid of? We got political prisoners sitting in a jail cell right now for standing up and voicing their opinion, their God-given right to stand up to tyranny their constitutional right to redress of grievances in a place, by the way, that was overrun with these radicals before. Isn't that the first time that people have run into the halls of Congress? Yeah, but that turned into an insurrection. Now we're finding out the FBI was at the front lines like the Pied Piper trying to pull people in. And where were you? Tell me where you were. I lost my job. I financially have suffered immeasurably. And you say, oh, Joe, you had it to give. Do I? Do I? I have busted my butt. I'm trying to make it so they don't have to go through and bleep everything that I say. For 30 years. For what? So they could take it all away from me for standing up for you? Men, you have to decide what it is you're willing to make a sacrifice for. Not on a keyboard, not sitting behind here. Where are you, men? Where are you? It's a serious question. It's a serious, serious, serious question. I, I, I think that we are, I think that we are at a place right now, Max. I'm going to say it right now. Men, I did not tell you to sit down. Stand back up. Stand back up. Are you tired? Are you tired? That five minutes standing up, that hurt you? That's all you got to do. You just got to stand up. This is the message that I, I drove home last night. I had more women that walked up to me without their husbands and said, Joe, you're right. I just, that's all I want my husband to do. I'll, I'll eat ramen noodles. I got one woman that said, I prepared for this. I just keep talking to my husband and trying to push him, trying to push him to get in the fight. I talked to a men, uh, some men last night and I said to them, I was like, listen, man, I, you can blame it on me if you give up too much. But what is too much? Is too much having some piece of trash stand on the stage and be the, uh, the equivalent of, 
a false prophet telling you that you got to get in the fight and become an evangelist and basically do God's work of stabbing you with something you don't even know what it is that's killing thousands of people. That, that person that was on that stage is a piece of trash. They want to take about your, your fundamental right to, 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 to own your body, your own body. I, I'm, I'm calling you all out. I'm calling you out right now. Get in the fight. Recruit others to get in the fight. You know, we know all about the fraud that happened in Maricopa County and happened across the country. You know why we know? Because we're not stupid. They're not stupid. I talked to a guy today uh, from Arizona who's been in the education fight. And he's like, listen, you don't, I don't need algorithms and audits and everything to tell me that they stole the election. I know they did. A bumbling fool sitting in his basement got 12, more, 12 million more votes than Obama did in the height of the hurt and pain of the American people? Get the heck out of here. It's not even mathematically possible. But we cracked the, we cracked the math. We cracked Dominion and ES&S and Heart. But without you men, without you, it makes no difference. And you say, well, they'll, they'll come get us. No, they won't. Because we build, we build a shoulder to shoulder. We are men of this country. We are Americans. And what you do to well, one I'll of us, you. you do to all of us. I'll tell you how you know that they're not going to come after you because the people who would come after you are the ones who created this. Let's go ahead and play cut three. When I wave my hand, it's because we want to avoid getting copy striked by not playing too much of it. Those are the people. Those are the people who would be coming after us, Joe. <laughs> I, I think that that is actually, I think that's actually the the real costumes, the real uniforms that they're going to give the um, the vaccine enforcers. I think that's actually what they're going to send people door to door to make sure people get vaccinated. Did you see this, Joe? When we were on the air a couple days ago, I showed you the clip of of uh, Joe Biden getting vaccinated, getting his booster shot. Remember that? Yeah. And and, and and there he said that we need 98 percent, 98 percent, 98 percent vaccinating vaccine rate in order to get herd immunity. Um, well, remember when. It looked like he was in the Oval Office, right? It, it looked like yeah. he was right against the window yeah. in the Oval Office. Let's go ahead and put up image four. This is what actually was going on in the White House. If we put up image four, that is where he got his booster shot. So on they the made it look, they made it look like he was in the Oval Office. Made it look like he was in. I mean, they have windows with fake trees, but it's actually just a stage. It's think, actually think about just that. a stage. Think that, that is a symbol right there. Max, stop it right there. Leave it up there. That is a symbol of what's happening in our country. 
They are selling us a bag of goods. They are selling us a bag of goods. This is not reality, ladies and gentlemen. It's not reality. It's not reality. This is trash. This is the evil of our society. And men, you better stand up. You better stand up because this is what strength looks like. This. Is this what you want? You want a prop? You want, you want people with, with cameras that are taking pictures of props? Are you serious? Think, think about where we are right now. Think about where we are. I want to I read something to you from Lisa. I will live poor and live in a dirt shack for my husband. That's what Lisa said. Rachel, it was also great to see you, meet you last night, you and your husband. And thank you for standing in the fight. Here's something that I think that the women here can probably say. And tell me, women, if you're listening, because there's probably more women listening, because women are more in the fight than the men are. I will live poor and live in a dirt shack for my husband. Take the picture down. It's a, sound, it's a soundstage. It's made up. It's made up. And it's not the first time that they did it. If we put up my screen, they have Joe Biden pose in front of the same, in front of the same backdrop a lot. And they pretend that he's in the White House, but he's actually just on a stage. I mean, it, it, it's, a, it's, a very, <laughs> it's a very apt description of what's going on in the White House. It's all fake. Everything's fake. You, you know what's not fake? Do you know what's not fake? Let what's me tell you what's fake? not fake. What's not fake is what is happening to our political prisoners is getting beaten and tormented in jail for walking into the Capitol. That's what's not fake. And look, listen, everyone says, Joe, you're, you're, you're talking about doom and gloom. And I'm thinking to myself, doom and gloom? No, there is no doom and gloom. That's not what I'm talking about. What I'm talking about is the basic, basic fundamental, the fundamental ability for you to stand up and it would stop it tomorrow. We wouldn't have false elections. Do you know what happens do you know what God does when you don't stand up for what's right and you let evil take over your society? Max, do you know what he does? No, tell us. Venezuela. That's what happens. See, they stood up for a minute. Men stood up for a minute. Ah, not really. They're like, it doesn't matter who's in charge. Ah, it doesn't matter. Ah. It doesn't matter what other people do. They can go do drugs. It doesn't affect me. I teach my kids different. Have you been to Venezuela, Max? No. I have. Never have. And you know what it is right now? You know, you Closest know what? I've ever been was Aruba. Do you, do you know how... Do you know that... that do, do you know right now that you'd have a better chance of... You have a better chance of being shot in the streets by walking down the streets. Better chance of being shot in the streets, walking down the streets than you do of catching the cold in Venezuela. Yeah, that's no a, one's that's out a in real, that's a real statistic. Uh, I'm sorry? Yeah. No, because no one's out spreading the, the cold because they're all worried they're going to get shot. But I'm, I'm just telling you that we, we have an obligation to stand up. And if we don't stand up now, men, men, we don't stand up now, I can't help you. Nobody can. Nobody can help you. Yeah. So the, the latest news, 
out of New York is that if they fire you for not getting vaccinated, they're also going to deny your unemployment claims, which is very illegal because the people are not being fired for for bad work, right? They're being fired because the terms of their employment changed. Right. And when the terms of your employment significantly change and it results in you leaving the company, you tend to be, obviously different states have different laws, you tend to qualify for unemployment. You tend to. But in New York, if we put up my screen, they are proclaiming that no, they will deny any unemployment claim related to, and please do put up the screen, they'll deny any unemployment claim related to workers being fired or leaving their job in healthcare because they don't want to get vaccinated. So if, if they had declared, if, if, if they had done anything other than the vaccine, right, the way the law works, you would be covered for unemployment, but they are crafting an exemption so that if you, if you refuse to get vaccinated, you do not qualify. So let me just explain this to you. They, they're forcing you to take a bag full of M&Ms they're dropping one M&M or two or three M&Ms in there. One's fentanyl. It's a fatal dose. One's fentanyl at a dose that could harm you for the rest of your life. One will just have an adverse effect, maybe a blood clot that may not kill you if you catch it in time. They're dropping those M&Ms into the jar. Men, men, I'm calling on you, men. I'm talking to you, men. Yeah. So they drop it in that jar. They swirl it all around. Then they go, if you don't get, if you don't put your hand in here and, and grab a, a M&M, we're going to take away your ability to feed your family. We just put it out there for you. You can't feed your family. You're not allowed to. And by the way, we're going to punish you. We're going to make you starve to death, make you hungry. We're going to make you homeless. Does it sound like the type of people that, that care about the homeless people? Does this sound like the type of people that care about feeding your kids? Does it sound like the type of people that care about your well-being? Please tell me if that sounds like what good people do. Yeah. Now I'm going to tell yeah. you what the hell are you going to do about it? These Fork were, these, these assholes. People being fired. These people being fired less than a year ago, they were giving them standing ovations in the streets. Remember every night at like 7 p.m., 8 p.m. in New York City, everyone went out on their balcony and they all clapped. They clapped for the healthcare workers. They helped. They clapped for the first responders. Right? These were heroes. And yeah, they were working those hours in the hospitals. They were heroes. Without a doubt. Yeah, I think it was a little overboard to make everyone go outside and clap at, at 7 or 8 p.m., but fine. You do whatever you want. To be a hero last year and to now be evil this year, while they're simultaneously saying that COVID numbers are going up, even though COVID numbers are going down. Joe, do you know why? Have you, have you noticed that they're not talking about Florida anymore? Have you noticed that? No. Go ahead and put up my screen. The reason they're not talking about Florida is Florida's case numbers I've completely plummeted. Here's Florida. Here's where they said the sky was falling. They were doing a little chicken little on Florida. Joe, look up. Doing a little chicken little on Florida in mid-August. Mid Florida is now all the way down here. So it's, it's, it's going straight down. Yeah. And they're also the Same, highest, they're the highest state of, or one of the highest states that does not get vaccinated. Yeah. Why? Yeah. No, they, they, they always try and make the peak. They did the same thing here. They did the same thing here. They did the same thing here. They keep running out the same play from the same playbook. Let's blame Republicans when there's a peak, but then they don't give Republicans credit when there is the valley. And by the way, you that's, don't have to wear a mask. You don't have to wear a mask in, in uh, Florida either. 
You don't have to wear a mask there. No, you don't. No, we got to take this down. We're, we're, we're in for... It's going to get worse before it gets better. We're, we're winning on a lot of things, but until these tyrants start getting blocked, it's going to get worse before it gets better. You're going to see insurance companies start to deny health insurance claims for unvaccinated people. You're going to see hospitals, which they've already started in some places, turning away unvaccinated patients. Schools are going to block unvaccinated parents yeah. from going to parent-teacher nights. We're going to see... If they do not stop this, if courts do not step in and proclaim that, that businesses and government entities have no right to forcibly acquire someone's private medical information, if they do not stop this, it is going to get much, much worse. So it's up to all of us. Joe's talking to the men. I'm going to talk to the women, too, because we got lots of women watching. Got to fight back, now, too. Now, let me tell you something. Let me tell you something. You want to know why divorce rates are high? <clears throat> I'm going to say it. Ready? Why? Mr. Producer, MTP. Right? 100%. MTP. Mr. Producer, what does MTP mean? Because you're going to have to do the sound bite over this to probably bleep it out. But can you tell me what MTP means? MTP stands for milk toast. You want to know why? You want to know why the divorce rate's high? Because women want men who are strong. I'm going to say it. Women want men who will protect their family. Women want yeah. men who do more than just bring home the bread. They can bake their own bread. Huh? Women want strong men. They don't want strong men who act strong. They want strong men who are strong. They don't want men that go over here and just do all the honeydews. Yeah, honey, I'll do it. I'll do it. They don't want demasculation. They don't want it. And by the way, I, I mean, I'll just say it. You know, women running around saying, hey, look, I, I think I'm a lesbian. I'm going to go hang out with this woman. That's because all they're getting is that from men anyway. I'll say it. Decide, men. Or fall off. Be strong. Go to the gym. Walk out and do something other than comply. Don't get a vaccine unless you want it. If you want it, get it. Man, if, that's the great thing about choice. But stand up and be heard. Have a voice. Be bold. Be courageous. The divorce rate is high because women can't find anything in, in men. And, and by the way, and, and that goes for the men that are running off and, and just feeling like, oh, I'm just, I'm just a paycheck. I'm just a paycheck. That's all she wants me for is money. I mean, I ju I'll just say it. MTP. And you may yeah, not like I it. Thought you were, I thought you were going in a different direction. When you said people got to do more than just bake the bread, I thought you were going in the Eric Coomer direction. And by the way, the real Zach said something. <laughs> and women need to bring that out of their men. Yes, they do. Yes, they do. Yeah, that's true. Women, you have an obligation, too, to hold your men accountable. They want to be held accountable. When they bring home the bread and they put it down and they're like, here, mama, now we can eat. Ugh. You can't go hunt anymore without a license and, you know, making sure you tag it. And, oh, you got to check it. Well, here, make in sure Texas, that... here in Texas, you can shoot any pig, any wild boar you see on site. No license. 
They've taken and away the ability. <laughs> and, and you can carry the gun without a yeah. permit either. <laughs> Shoot on yeah, sight. and Ben says good women are just as hard to find these days. No, Ben, they're not. But our expectations for what the women stand for has changed. We had men that were getting on TV saying, yeah, it's a sign of the times that we don't hold doors open for women. Let me tell you something. There is never a time that I would, I, last night, I stopped a woman from opening the door. I said, no, 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 I'll get that. Excuse me. And I stopped her from opening the door and I opened the door for her. Oh, chivalry's dead. Is it? It's dead because of us, not in spite of us. They're not that hard to find. But we have to make the women what the women are. But we don't do that. We stand yeah. behind and we, we act like we don't want to say anything too much. We don't want to offend anyone. We don't want to use retard or we don't want to use these words. Oh, they're harmful. They're harmful? You mean, which harmful? What, Max, which harmful are we talking about? Are we talking the harmful of heroin on the streets and, and uh, what is it called, Narcan stations? And teaching people about critical race theory while they can't even do two plus two, that type of harmful? Or maybe it's just they just hurt their damn feelings. Maybe that's the harmful. Is that the harmful we're talking about? Come on, guys. Men, tell me. What harmful are we talking about? We have allowed them to demasculate us. And to say, I'm afraid I'm going to get doxxed. Dox the living shit out of me, MTP. I don't care. Last night they wrote an article. I got on the stage. At Clay Clark's deal. And I'm like, listen, this Scott. right here, this is the, what's that? Scott's last night. Oh, no, I'm sorry. On, on Saturday, I got on stage. Careful, and I go, careful what you're showing on your phone. Just be oh. careful. <laughs> that just shows you that I get lots of messages. Yeah, just be careful. Lots. <laughs> but, but we, sorry, I'm making sure we, yeah. But I, but I got on stage and I'm like, listen, this is the leaked draft report for Maricopa County that says that the election should be decertified. And it went across wildfire. Everyone across the, you know, and, and uh, Vandersteel put it up there. She's amazing. We stood on the stage together. She goes, Joe, you're going up with me. And I was like, uh, uh. And I stood up and I go, this report was sent to me from a credible source. Doug Logan himself came out and said, oh, that wasn't meant to be. That, that's not the draft report. Uh, and it came from him. So please tell me where we are, men, when we can't even stand for principle. The person that got that got, didn't get it from some wonderland out here, but they wrote this story about Ann Vandersteel. Never mentioned my name. Why? Because I'll call these little pieces of crap out. That's why. Because I'll invite them over. Say, look, I'll get down to my boxers. We'll go in the middle of the street. Winner takes all. I'll be David. You be glad. Show up nine feet tall. Eventually someone's going to take you up on the Please do. Please do. <laughs> it's got to be, but you only got a couple months to do it because once it gets into November, it's going to be too cold. Yeah. So look, somebody boxing. said here that he was threatened. I'm just going to tell you guys this. Don't step in a fight. You're not willing to fight. If you didn't think you were going to get threatened before you ever showed up to the game. It's like going to play football and saying, listen, I got to put pads on and, and then getting a broken arm. You're playing football. If you step out there, if you step in the gap and you decide to step in the gap and you want to be courageous, then be a man. But no, no, no. It comes back to being a man, not an MTP. 
You, you want to get upset? And, and look, do I, do I care about the fact that his family's threatened? Do I care about the fact they doxed him the day before the report came out? Do I care about that? Yes. But don't get in the fight if you're not willing to face the consequences, good or bad. Brings me back to November 3rd, November 6th, November 9th, when I came out on and said, this is what I know. I knew my life would never be the same. Did you see me get out there and say, oh, it's been so hard. Oh, maybe I should just retract. I'm never going to retract the truth. They can shove it up there. You know what? So either be a man or don't be a man. Don't stand in the middle and say, I'm, I'm a man today and I'm not a man tomorrow. I'm in the fight as you lie, cheat, and steal and take away from the American people. Be a man. That is the difference between men and boys. Did we find that video yet? Did we find the video? Go ahead and play this video. You want to see what real men look like? You want to see what men look like when they're fighting for something they believe in? Don't just look at the ones running on the beach. Look at the ones that are dying on the beach. Look at the ones that aren't even being able to step out, but are still running towards gunfire. You want to see what a real man looks like? There it is. And for those of you that are on video, that silence where everyone is watching that are not on video that's on the Apple podcast. Let me just tell you what I'm showing you. I'm showing you scenes from World War II of our men dying. And they didn't just stand up for the U.S. They stood up for every country on the earth. That's what they stood up for, men. And yes, yeah, some of them died. A vast majority of them were 18 to 25 years old. You want to see what a man looks like? Oh, yeah, they ran into the battle. Those are real men. Never going to have kids, never going to get married, never going to see them graduate, never going to retire, never going to bring home the bread. They didn't bring home the bread. They brought home the American flag. Yeah. That, that men, those are men. Those are men. Yeah. You just yeah. have to decide. Yeah. You have to decide. I'm going to tell you right now. Decide now. Sorry, Max. Decide now what you stand for. Doug Logan, decide what you stand for. Be a man. So, yeah, yeah. you know, good women are hard to find because they can't find any good men. So they just pull themselves back. And then they can't trust any because all of these MTPs are running around acting like they're men, getting on tender and, you know, trying to have their next conquest, and then talking about it with their buddies. There's no honor to God. There's no honor to your country. There's no honor and commitment. There's no honor to you doing the right thing and being loyal and kind. There's no honor to that. 
Because you know what? That's, that's, that, that's a thing of the past. Why would I do that? No, now it's just letting some Satanist actually run things. Well, this is definitely a topic for another podcast because we are out of time. Went a little over, but we are out of time. Um, but Joe is certainly fired up. I think we could probably do an hour on this. Yeah. Um, so we should definitely add that to the calendar in the coming week to talk about this because it's an important issue. Um, definitely. And it's something that is, is lingering under the surface that we don't all don't always think about, but it's, it's having a lot of consequences throughout our society. Well, that's going to be it for this edition of the podcast. If you like the podcast, make sure you subscribe to the audio edition. All those links are in the description, Apple podcast, Google podcast, Spotify, Pandora, iHeartRadio, tune in Podbean, and now also audible. If you like to listen through your Amazon devices, you can do so at audible.com link is at the bottom of that description. We go live at 11 a.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Eastern, so make sure you check us out there. And if you want an alert before we go live, you can text the word FREEDOM to 89517. FREEDOM to 89517. You'll get a text alert before we go live letting you know. Also, make sure you check out the link in our description for our email newsletter. Sign up for the email newsletter to access the facts. Right after this show, we are going to send out a text to the 89517 of how you can support Art Pavlowski. Please give generously. We we can send another one. We included that in the one this morning. No, we will send out a separate one. We can send another one. Right after this, we'll get it out. We'll also include it in the one this morning. Um, So, yeah, make sure you check out all the links in the description. That's going to be it for this edition of the podcast. My name is Max McGuire. And my name is Joe Oltman. Remember that the fight to take back our country isn't over yet, but the only way we win is if we all stand up and fight together.